A Peoria-based nonprofit that's helped reduce fatal overdoses is expanding eastward to McLean County. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day. I'm Ryan Denham. And I'm Sophia. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd, and this is WGLT's The Leadoff. Support for The Leadoff on WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington, connecting business and leisure travelers to the world on American, Delta, Frontier, and Allegiant. CIRA, your trip starts here. Details at CIRA.com. Now let's lead off with a new resource in McLean County for those struggling with drug addiction. WGLT's Lindsay Jones has the story. Jolt Harm Reduction is a Peoria-based nonprofit. It gives out the overdose reversal drug naloxone. It also provides safe and sterile using supplies like syringes, and it tests drugs for contaminants like fentanyl and xylazine. And for those who are ready, they link people to treatment and recovery support. After about a decade in Peoria, Jolt is now expanding with help from a federal grant. It's hired someone to work in McLean County on Mondays and Fridays doing outreach. Chris Schaffner is Jolt's program director. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. If there's service providers over there already that are that are working in certain spaces that we don't need to do that, uh, then we can continue just to stay in our lane and do what we do best, uh, which is save lives and link people to resources. Jolt is starting small in McLean County where Schaffner says they already had a client base. They're doing only mobile-based delivery programs for now, starting a few weeks ago. They don't yet have an office here. And so it's hard to build trust. And so that takes some time, and we're just trying to get out there and build relationships with people. Jolt is not the first organization to distribute naloxone in McLean County or its brand name version, Narcan. The FDA recently approved its sale over the counter, further expanding access to the life-saving drug. I mean, to put that in a context, that's empty chairs around holiday dinners. It's anniversaries that would be uh, painful for folks. We're able to prevent all of that from occurring. Jolt staff is in McLean County from noon to four on Mondays and Fridays. You can connect with them by calling 309-966-3643 or by following Jolt's Facebook page. For the leadoff, I'm Lindsay Jones. Here are some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. A federal jury has convicted three ex-lobbyists and the former CEO of ComEd for their involvement in a bribery scheme aimed at former House Speaker Michael Madigan. Authorities have raised the death toll to seven for that dust-fueled pileup on I-55 south of Springfield, and all 37 people were injured and 72 vehicles crashed as part of that pileup. The nomination of normal Mayor Chris Coos to the National Amtrak Board has been held up again. Coos has been waiting years under two presidential administrations for a Senate confirmation vote. And Bloomington police say a 20-year-old man has been arrested on assault and gun charges after allegedly firing a gun Monday morning in the 400 block of Valley View Circle in a far west Bloomington apartment complex. You can find more on these stories at WGLT.org. The town of Normal is now up to three cannabis dispensaries, but the council will decide next month whether to change the rules on creating more. On Monday night, the council approved those two new outlets. One will be High Haven in the Mandarin Garden Restaurant Building. That's at the shops at College Hills. The other is from Revolution, opening on Rab Road. In this interview with WGLT's Charlie Schlenker, Mayor Chris Coos talks about why High Haven was rejected one month and approved the next, and how it illustrates the policies at stake. Uh, they came back with a more robust plan for parking 
and how to deal with some of the uh, traffic issues that people were concerned about in terms of how people enter the property and exit the property. So we, f- I felt anyway that um, they had tried to address some issues. If the cannabis dispensary siting rules deserve a new look, as as multiple members of the council have said, I believe you've signed on to that notion as well, that there should be a discussion. Uh, why not put off those two applicants uh, until that new policy can be considered and enacted? If you're considering having the discussion next month anyway, it's not that much of a, a lag. It really isn't, but because of, and I, I can't tell you exactly what they are, but um, the state had milestone guidelines on those licenses, and if you didn't meet those guidelines, you lose the license. The applicants were kind of under the gun to get it done. Also, they had a location that they wanted, and they were working with the owner of that location. Had there been another delay, that might have gotten in the way of that. Now, I think the things that we have to look at going forward with this is, one, do we want to cap the number of uh, dispensaries in in the town of Normal? And two, uh, there needs to be a refining of the language in the special use permit because it came with some unintended consequences in terms of describing when an applicant can come back. Uh, legal staff was of the opinion that they were fine, but I think the language needs to be a little tighter, and legal staff agrees with that. Survey of Illinois State University students showed recently that 97% of those who answered the questions desire a grocery in Uptown. Is that, uh, is that a significant finding in your view? I think it is. I mean, it, it's certainly not anything to be neglected. You know, the, the question is always is, yes, I want it. The more important question is, how do we identify if you'll actually use it? Because, you know, it's easy to say, sure, it'd be great to have a grocery. Um, but the marketing data that you need to do to find out if they would really use it is, is another step. And I'm, I've been encouraging with the group. I've met with them multiple times to talk to them about a grocery. And I think it's unfair to say a grocery in Uptown. I think a grocery in close proximity to the university is a better way to state that because there are other locations around the university that could be viable for for an effort like that. I also think that, you know, partnering with uh, administration at Illinois State University is going to be important to this. It's going to need some help. What kind of help? Oh, I'm sure maybe some subsidies, uh, uh, rent subsidies, things like that. Uh, you know, we some of the kind of uh, envisioning discussions that we'd had with the, the student group that was working on that is, does it run like an incubator or a lab? Is it a test module for, for business students, for finance students, whatever? It may, it's probably going to take something like that, some kind of subsidy like that or involvement from the university and the town or both to really make it viable. It's Chris Coos, the mayor of Normal. He spoke with WGLT's Charlie Schlenker. And before we let you go, Bloomington's Planning Commission meets at 4 o'clock this afternoon at BPD's Osborne Room. On the agenda are plans for an expanded Bloomington Municipal Credit Union location on Gridley Street. And that's it for today. I'm your co-host, Sophia, from Parkside Elementary School in Normal. You can subscribe to the Lead Off podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or the NPR app.